From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Thursday, January 20th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A Franklin County judge earlier today approved a request by prosecutors to drop 11 of 25 murder counts against a former intensive care physician in an effort to streamline the case. The Columbus Dispatch reports that Common Pleas Judge Michael Holbrook issued the ruling without comment after hearing comments in private from some of the family members of victims whose cases were to be dropped. William Husell is accused of purposely killing critically ill patients with overdoses of fentanyl at Mount Carmel Health Hospitals. His defense team contends he was providing comfort care to terminally ill patients in their final hours and not attempting to shorten their lives. State health leaders say that in most areas of the state, they're seeing new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations leveling off. Tracy Townsend has the details. The Ohio Department of Health reported a downward turn in positive cases, especially from the Omicron variant. The director of the agency, Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff, says this isn't just case numbers. It's also hospitalizations. Statewide, hospitalizations reached a pandemic high earlier this month and had been slowly declining for the last 10 days. That drop has been the steepest in Northeast Ohio, where hospitalizations have fallen by as much as 24%. I'm Tracy Townsend. Cuyahoga County is where the coronavirus was the most active in Ohio a few weeks ago. Laura Queso has this update. According to information from the Ohio Hospital Association, COVID hospitalizations in Northeast Ohio are down. 24% in the last week. Pediatric hospitalizations are on a downward trend, too. Dr. Amy Edwards with UH Rainbow Babies and Children's Hospital says, We kind of hit the surge earlier than the rest of the state. And so it makes sense that we would then be showing signs that we're coming out before the rest of the state would. I'm Laura Queso. Ohio's Republican U.S. Senator Rob Portman is reacting to a comment made by President Joe Biden during his press conference yesterday. Dave James reports. Biden was talking about enforcing sanctions against Russia if they invade Ukraine, but added... It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having a fight about what to do and not do, etc. In a written statement, Portman said in part, quote, I am deeply troubled by comments from President Biden where he said a Russian invasion may just be a minor incursion, unquote. Portman added that any incursion by the Russian military into Ukraine should be viewed as a major incursion. The Biden administration clarified the comment, saying there will be a swift, severe response from the U.S. and its allies if Russia sends military forces into Ukraine. Dave James, I went in news. A federal judge has ruled the parents of Otto Warmbier, who died after being imprisoned by North Korea, should receive around $240,000. The 22-year-old was returned to the United States in a vegetative state and died shortly thereafter. The payment will come from money seized from a North Korean bank account. It's a partial payment toward the more than $501 million Fred and Cindy Warmbier of Wyoming, Ohio, were awarded in 2018 by a federal judge. The couple claims their son was tortured by North Korea after being convicted in 2016 of trying to steal a propaganda poster. Authorities in Columbus are on the lookout for a suspect who they say was caught on camera repeatedly punching an elderly man in a store parking lot last week. Yolanda Harris has the story. Columbus police are searching for 24-year-old Herbert Franklin after officers say he beat up a 70-year-old man. Police say this all happened because of a misunderstanding involving the suspect's child. So the suspect thought that the victim, the 70-year-old man, elbowed the child in the face, which 
reviewing the video, that's not what happened. But that's what he thought, apparently. So he followed him outside and assaulted him outside. The victim is expected to be okay. I'm Yolanda Harris. The historic seven-story Masonic Temple in downtown Zanesville will be torn down tomorrow at noon after being gutted by fire two weeks ago. Tracy Townsend has the latest. The fire destroyed the building, leaving 60 businesses displaced and burning nearly 500 pieces of art. Mayor Don Mason says it's still truly heartbreaking to so many. I'm not going to be able to look at at it anymore. It's not there. There's been like a sea change in their life, and it is a hard adjustment. I mean, it's truly like losing a loved one. There's no substitution in this case. The mayor says he hopes demolition crews can save the first floor and basement to rebuild. I'm Tracy Townsend. Nobody was injured in the early morning blaze January 6th. The cause of the fire is under investigation. And the Cincinnati Bengals are preparing for one of the franchise's biggest trips in three decades to Tennessee, where they'll square off against the Titans, who are number one in the AFC. More from Dom Tiberi. Joe Burrow says when it comes to these type games, you must be confident. He says he hopes his confidence will rub off on his teammates. One of the, the biggest jobs of a quarterback is displaying confidence in yourself. And, and part of being a leader on the team is you know, showing that confidence in, in all your other guys as well. Game time on Saturday, 4.30. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.